0: Percy, I've heard it said that smoking is one of the most addictive habits to quit.
1: Yeah, according to the FDA, there are over 34 million U.S. adults who smoke cigarettes, and many have struggled to quit this unhealthy habit, despite its risk factors of stroke, cardiovascular disease, COPD, and, of course, cancer. Mm -hmm. The bottom line is quitting is not easy, as I have been told by many But it is necessary, and that is what we're going to find out today with regard to a conversation that I think that we need to continue with this discussion.
0: Yes, we're going to hear directly from a lung cancer patient who is bound and determined to quit this nasty habit. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute-designated Comprehensive Cancer Center. Information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Hey, welcome to Health, Hope and Inspiration with Percy McRae. Pastor P is Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, and I'm Wayne Shepherd. And uh, Percy, I don't know if you ever smoked. Uh, I never did. I mean, I tried it as a teenager, just, you know, as all teenagers might try things, but mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. fortunately, it never caught on with me. How about you?
1: Yeah, same for me as well. You know, I think I tried to smoke one time, and and I was I gagged and choked so badly. <laughs> and I grew up as a
0: kid with asthma, so oh, anything
1: that disrupted my breathing that, yeah, that ran me in the opposite no direction. No
0: good. All right. Well, for a lot of people, I mean, we're not being flip about this. It can be a very difficult thing to overcome.
1: Absolutely. And and in my years of, of spending much time with cancer patients, particularly a lot of lung cancer patients, uh, this has been a topic and a discussion uh, that many of them uh, really try to deal with and, and work through. And um, and, you know, my heart goes out because I really did not know and understand just how difficult it is to actually quit smoking. Uh, But this is a reality for many, many, many people. And so is the case with regard to the person that we're going to have a conversation with today and how she kind of overcame that and that struggle. But she was bound and determined, as you said, to do so.
0: Now, I understand this is the second time our guest has been with us, Barbara Moore Johnson. Mm -hmm. I understand at the end of the first interview you did with her, she said, hey, I I got something else I want to talk to about. Well, she she clearly if you haven't heard the first show, please go
1: back and listen to it. She she's a strong woman of faith and her faith is very important to her. And so as we ended uh, the first segment, she said, you know, there's really something else I really want to talk about and I want people to hear. And so then she unpacked how uh, about her struggle with quitting smoking and how she knew and her doctor told her that she needs to quit, she must quit, you know, being a lung cancer patient and having COPD, that she said she had just made up in her mind that she was going to quit. And I said, well, listen, let's just do a show about it if you're comfortable and and if that's what you want people to hear, because we want to talk about, Wayne, all aspects of, of the life of people, Uh, journeying through cancer and and what they do and what they have to do and what they experience. And this is certainly uh, kind of a common theme for a lot of lung cancer patients
0: and and what needs to be addressed from a healthcare perspective. Right. We'll hear from our guest in a few moments. A couple of things first, though. Uh, Would you answer a question for us this week? Have you ever struggled with discontinuing a habit? It may have been smoking, may have been something else, but discontinuing a habit that was harmful to you and how did you overcome that behavior? Mm. Would you take a few moments and answer our question this week? You can do that at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Connect in the drop-down box to give you a chance to type in a response, which we appreciate very much. We'd like to learn from each other whenever we can. All right. We also have a free resource available at that same website, Better Because of Cancer. Check mm. that out at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, take us to Scripture, and then we'll hear from our guest. Yeah, it's going to be appropriate for today's conversation. Luke 4, Luke 4, and it's uh,
1: verse 18. And I'm going to kind of just give you a little bit of it. I can't read all of it for the sake of time, but it says that the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners. Today we're gonna talk about those who have felt imprisoned. And in this particular case, as we have this conversation uh, by a habit of, uh, of smoking and nicotine, it became like a prisoner Uh, 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 she became like a prisoner Mm -hmm. as a result of her habit and how she gained her freedom and how she broke free from this. The scripture tells us that the spirit of the Lord uh, is upon this is Jesus talking to us upon him because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor and he has sent me to proclaim freedom to those who are in prison. Today we want to talk about being free from anything that imprisons us.
0: If you are concerned that you or someone you love may have cancer, consider reaching out to Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, for personalized diagnostic services. Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, is a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers that treats the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, or contact a member of the team with questions about your diagnostic and treatment options. The number to call, 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-4673. Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. You'll learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.
1: Well, hey, hey, hey. I'm back again with another compelling conversation. And you have heard from this person before. We've had her on the show. And uh, she's such a wonderful woman, uh, uh, full of encouragement around the faith of God. And as many of us know, we have all been told and read the importance of needing to quit smoking uh, according to the american cancer society uh, and other cancer institutions that one of the major causes particularly of lung cancer is is smoking and we know that smoking is not good for us and um, i have today sister barbara moore johnson who wanted to tell her testimony and share her story as a lung cancer patient she was diagnosed with lung cancer uh, in April of 2016. She is no longer actively treating for lung cancer, and we praise the Lord for that, treating at Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Phoenix, Arizona. But she felt that it was important to talk and tell her story of her journey, of, of her battle of of struggling to fight to quit smoking and how she did that because she, need, she knew she needed to do so. So today, welcome back to the show, Sister Barbara. How you doing? I'm
2: doing good, Reverend. How are you this afternoon?
1: I'm good. I'm great. We had a conversation, you know, some months back, and uh, you you gave us your your story of of being a cancer patient, treating at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. You you sought a second opinion, you felt that the Lord was leading you and directed you to Cancer Treatment Centers of America, and you received wonderful care. You've met wonderful people, and you're no longer actively treating for for lung cancer today. But one of the things that you did share with me offline that you said that you wanted to talk about at another point in time was the fact that of your battle with with struggling to quit smoking. uh, I'd like for you to to share some of that story because I am sure, and I've certainly talked to people, uh, I've never uh, battled with that. I've certainly had to deal with other things in my life that I had to address, but smoking certainly was not one of them. But we know that statistically smoking is one of the more difficult things that people have to work through in terms of quitting. And you shared that with me. Let's talk a little bit about your journey with and why you felt compelled that you needed to quit smoking and and how you went about doing that and how the Lord helped you to do that.
2: Well, at the time um, when I was diagnosed with the cancer, it was for lung cancer. And at that time, I was a smoker. Yeah. And uh when I met with the uh pulmonary doctor, he let me know that I needed to quit smoking immediately because I had COPD. Okay. So um I had been struggling with uh trying to quit smoking. You know, I just had been going to the prayer to the Lord about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I I went to him about it and and uh right after I pray about it. I'd always pick up one and smoke, mm -hmm. but in my spirit, every time I would pray, he would I would hear when you're ready, I'm here for you when you're ready. Hmm. So now the thing about smoking is it's very addictive. It is a very addictive, it's very addictive. It is something that's really hard to quit. But then when the doctor expressed to me that if I wanted to do well, and get better. Mm. I needed to quit, okay. so he gave me the doctor gave me patches, and I brought the patches home uh, to try them. And uh, I went there a couple of days where I actually put two. I worn two of them. I, you know, I, a couple of days, and then um, the third day, uh, I was, you know, had got myself all together and, and was ready to put trying to put it on, and it wouldn't fit. The first one it wouldn't stick. It
1: wouldn't stick. Okay. I tried another one. Okay.
2: It wouldn't stick at all. And I tried another one and it didn't st- I mean, I tried all over my body except my forehead, I think. Okay. <laughs> I tried, you know, uh-huh. it just wouldn't stick. Yeah. But long and short, uh, I got angry and I, I just said, now, Lord, you know that I'm trying to quit. Yes. And I can't do this by myself. Right. I can't. Right. And I and I was angry, Reverend. I you know, and and I went boldly to the Lord. You know, I let him know now. Look, here, I've been asking, but now I'm really trying to, yep. you know. And I don't know to this day what happened then at that particular time. Yeah. I, I remember uh singing a song Bread of Heaven. Bread of Heaven, feed me till I want no more.
1: I'm familiar with that song.
2: And uh, yes. And I just kept saying it over and over. And the door to the bathroom, it was kind of cracked, but it closed. And I just remember thinking and and just kept saying that song and saying that song over and over. And to this day, I really don't know what happened after that. Okay. I I just know that I left to go on to work and I haven't looked at a cigarette. Since December 14, 2016. Well, praise God. I haven't God. looked at a cigarette or a I mean, I was just, I don't know. Amen. I know what God did, though. Yes. I know what he did, and I know he did that. But he told me when I was ready, he would be right there for me. And I guess that I was ready, and I'm here to let people know right now. <laughs> I haven't looked at a cigarette one more time and got convicted about that. But what I didn't tell share with you, Reverend, is that my husband had gone out there to that cigarette that I tried to light, and the lighter worked for him. Okay. When I tried to do that cigarette myself that I saw, the lighter wouldn't come on. And I paused and and, and asked God to forgive me for asking him to help me with this, and then I go and do this. So just know, family and friends and brothers and sisters, that God can do all things if we just have
1: that faith. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I, here's what I'll say, Sister Bobby. In in hearing you, Sister Bobby, in hearing you, what I would say is this: I think what happened to you is the Bible tells us a story of a man that was uh, praying and 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 seeking the will of God for something, and it said that because of his importunity, because of his persistence of pressing in to God saying, I need you to help me do this, that he had his prayer answered. And I hear that with you that, like you said, once you got once you just got to that that last bottom line and like, listen, now I'm frustrated with this situation, Lord. And I'm doing everything that I know to do. It sounds like to me that's when you completely abandoned yourself and said, God, if you don't help me, uh, I won't get through this. And God showed up. And he empowered you. And the thing that I'd like to say as an encouraging word is that there may be someone that's listening today that may be struggling with this same habit. And you're right. Uh, there's a lot of clinical and medical explanations about the the very addictive nature of nicotine and how it is very difficult to quit that habit. So it's not... It's not that you lacked faith. It's not that you are a bad person. So I want to preach a little bit. I don't put my pastor's hat on just for a second. So bear with me, Sister Bobby. Amen. Because there, there's probably others out here who are struggling with this but are afraid to admit it or say it. But you're not out the will of God. God has not turned his back on you. In fact, he wants you to press in. The Bible says that seek and you should find. Ask uh and you and knock. And knock, and the door shall be opened unto you. And that's what you did, Sister Bobby. And I want to thank you for being honest and transparent and open to share that, because I think somebody needs to hear that today, and particularly because we know if for no other reason it's not good for our health. And, again, as being a lung cancer patient, uh, when your doctor told you, listen, you need to make a change, you said, okay, I- I'm going to start – but you had to draw upon your faith and you had to draw upon the hope of God to help you do that. And today, the good news is today you are celebrating not needing active treatment for your cancer, and now you're no longer a smoker. I believe that God answered your prayer.
2: <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And I, I, I'm so grateful and thankful for that. But as I always tell people, it just takes faith. And and and, and just being obedient to God's words and, and listening to his words and
1: and I would say also I would also say and I may get some pushback from this from individuals but that's okay it, it takes faith but also in some cases it takes time too it didn't happen overnight it, it took time you yeah you had to keep working at it and you had to keep working with it but today because of your obedience uh, I believe that God has been gracious to you. And this is something that's important for, I think, many people to hear as we all walk toward health, healing, and wellness. And so I I, I thank God, Sister Bobby, that that you took that challenge because that was a challenge at the end of the day. Let's just be honest about it.
2: (laughs) And I'm so thankful for that challenge, brother. Believe me. Uh, You just can't thank God enough for his grace and his mercy over our lives. I mean, it just— for his love that he has for us, his love, yeah. it's just so, un- it's his love. You, you can't help but want it if you know it, you know, and well, you're thankful for it. So, Well, the
1: scripture tells us that, that his grace and his mercy and his love endureth forever. And so, today, I celebrate you, I celebrate your continual journey, and we speak life and health and healing over your entire body. And so, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, we declare that you are the healed of the Lord as you continue to walk by faith and not by sight. And so today as we close, uh, Sister Bobby, we thank you. And continue to stay in touch with me and let me know uh, how things are going. And we'll come back maybe at another time in maybe five, six, seven months, do another show just to see how things are going with you. But continue to be encouragement and continue to be light to those that you come in contact with. Today, you have heard from Sister, Sister Barbara Moore-Johnson. Uh, She was diagnosed with lung cancer in 2016, April, uh, treating at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, no longer actively treating for lung cancer. And today's show was about how she had to extend her faith to trust God to help her to break an addictive habit of smoking, and the Lord answered her prayer. Today, we thank God, and we thank you. This has been another episode of Health, Hope, and Inspiration.com. Take care, and God bless Sister Barbara.
2: Bye-bye. God bless you.
0: Bye-bye. And just before we talk with Percy again, let me remind you that the Cancer Center for Alexa Skill is a voice-activated question and answer tool. It empowers users to ask Alexa questions they may have about cancer or services available at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope. The Skill can answer over 800 questions on more than 40 different cancer types, symptoms, risk factors, and treatment options. To access this tool, you or anyone you support can simply say Alexa Enable Cancer Center to any Amazon device. You can also access this tool on any smartphone by downloading the Alexa app. Check it out today. Well, Percy, I thank you for taking time to listen to Barbara Moore Johnson's story because it uh, meant a lot to a lot of listeners who picked up on her points just now.
1: Well, Barbara is a sweetheart. And, you know, it took us a couple of weeks to be able to connect because of our schedules. And when we were finally able to do so. She had a lot to say. She really did. And after we uh, recorded her first interview when we were finished, again, as stated, she said, Reverend McCray, I really have something on my heart that I really want to share that I think will bless people. And and of course, it was around the conversation that, was just, uh, that you just heard. Yeah, so it glad was you kept her rolling. Str- yeah. Yeah. It was around her struggle with regard to uh, quitting smoking. And what was important to me uh, about her story is that she said that uh, she wasn't, you know, wasn't like she was ashamed or anything like that. She said, I think that the people need to hear this and that there may be others out there that may be struggling with this, but she said what was important for her was that it had it not been because of her health diagnosis, she may have never, ever taken on the courage to, to get, mm-hmm. to be, to become determined to mm-hmm. quit smoking. Yeah. And, you know, once her doctor told her that, listen, you really need to quit smoking for your health sake. Uh, she already had, you know, COPD and lung cancer. She was like, yeah, I, I've, I've got to bite the bullet here and mm-hmm. I've got to do what I have to do. Uh, I really appreciated that because it and it makes reference to our resource a little bit and why I chose it better because of cancer. I know that for some people who hear that initially or for people who may be listening to the show uh, who don't have cancer, they may not be able to wrap their head around. Well, how can somebody become better because of cancer? Well, uh, and I, I respect the fact that today you may not be able to intellectualize that, but I've had enough time with cancer patients to hear their stories of things that have happened to them, changes, lifestyles, perspectives that they had to make some decisions about because of cancer that made their life better afterwards. And that's the idea of the resource. And in this particular case, unfortunately, uh, having lung cancer and COPD forced uh, Barbara to say, "Hey, I've got to quit smoking," and she's better because of that. And she wants people to hear that testimony, mm-hmm. and that was the point of the show.
0: Yeah, and her addiction was smoking. Many people listening right now may have other addictions. It could be alcohol, could be drugs, mm-hmm. but the principles are the same, aren't they?
1: They are the same, and again, that's the reason why we read the scripture. One of the the uh, promises. Uh, from our lord and savior for those of us uh who are of a christian orientation and let me say this i know that there are people who listen to the show who are not all christians we have some people of jewish faith that listen to the show and uh hindu buddhist uh, jehovah witness and we welcome all of you and i'm glad that you are tuning in and we want to say something that's relevant for everyone but certainly one of the things that that was promised to us uh, by christ himself is that he was anointed to do some things on behalf of those who were imprisoned by whatever. And again, we know that there are many types and forms of addictions. There's eating addictions. People, yes, yes. you know, you know food addictions. There's a ton of things that people are people some people are addicted to TV, addicted to shopping. Mm-hmm. I just recently had a conversation with someone who reached out to me who says, listen, I I just have a shopping addiction. When I go out, I just have to go buy stuff that I don't need, that I don't want. And it just sits in the closet and I really need to address that issue. So with that being said, uh, we want to continue to encourage anyone Uh, That may be struggling with an addiction of any type that Christ said that he came to set those prisoners that are he wants to set them free that we have a promise from him that that there is a path forward that will allow us and help us to work and break free of any type of addiction. We may need some support and help to do so. And uh, Sister Barbara talked about that. And I think it's important to transition into that school of thought that, you know, she utilized some patches and etc. Uh, for the nicotine. Yep. So again, understand that you know you're not out here flying solo. There may be some <laughs> pathways of things that you need to utilize to also help with your addiction.
0: I have so much admiration for her and for anyone who's overcome addictions like this. She mm. said quitting smoking was the hardest thing I ever had to do. Yes, yeah, anybody who's she... trying to change any sort of habit, <laughs> we understand. I mean, even simple habits that aren't really good for us. Uh, that other people would overlook in our life, but we know they need to change. It's so hard to change.
1: I'll give you a great example of of one that uh, I've personally have worked through uh, as I've attempted to have to make dietary changes is uh, is, is re, uh, reducing the amount of sugar uh-huh. uh, that I eat. Again, you can get addicted to sugar, man. I mean, and when I stopped, yeah. <laughs> I realized how much. I, I I yearned to have something sweet to
0: eat. Oh, I'm with you, uh, brother.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, you know, it, it was really tough. It really was. It was hard. And and if I don't maintain focus on it, I will slide back into eating a, a over healthy, unhealthy amount of sugar and cookies yeah. and candy and right. this, that, and the other. But again, as a cancer patient, you know, one of the things that there's still a, a huge debate about is is sugar in your diet how much sugar in your diet the key thing for me and i just want to be clear about it because i don't want to put anybody into any guilt or condemnation was to to manage my diet because again of of the calories of sugar and and how that that can just uh add up so quickly uh, in your dietary intake but again you know, attempt to stop doing something that you have done, that you enjoy doing over a period of time, and you'll see that there can be a struggle in trying to stop that, uh, and particularly if it's not healthy or good for you. So, again, I admire her courage. And, again, I want to uh, remind everyone, she said, I really want to have this conversation, and I really want to share this with people because yeah. she wanted to show also how, how the power of God enabled her to be able to work through that fight and to ultimately overcome that addiction as well.
0: At the root, is this a spiritual battle?
1: Well, you know, it, it depends on who you talk to. I would say that there probably is a spiritual uh, component to this, at, certainly, for sure, no doubt about it. Um, uh, because well, I, I know for it can me, be
0: physical, too, but... Yeah,
1: yeah. But I I think for me, when I think about most things, there's a spiritual uh, foundation to everything that we we address and look at and consider. And so I would say that there is certainly uh, an akin to something spiritual in nature uh, that may be relevant to dealing with a, a addiction or addictions in general. And I think that this is one of the reasons why, and particularly for Sister Barbara, she wanted to make the point that... Uh, She did do some medical, uh, had some medical assistance, but it was also with her her unrelenting uh, desire to have God intervene and help her that she said it gave her strength and the ability to ultimately move beyond uh, being addicted to smoking. So all of that being said, and as you know, Wayne, we try to be very balanced here uh, Mm -hmm. on this platform because you can you can get too far left. Uh, in a ditch, or you can get too far right in a ditch. At the end of the day, and it's about having uh, finding that sweet spot in the middle. And I think that there's something to be said about the physical, uh, mental, emotional, and spiritual components that that can contribute to anything in our lives, pro or con, that we certainly need to be willing to address.
0: Well, let's be honest with each other. And if you wouldn't mind, we would love for you to answer a question: Have you ever struggled? with discontinuing a habit that was harmful to you and how did you overcome that behavior? Would you share that with us? You can do it anonymously, of course. Uh, our website is health, hope, and Those four words, health, hope, and inspiration, and then add the dot com, and, and that'll get you right to the website to answer the question. Click on connect. Also, at the website, Percy mentioned a few moments ago, better because of cancer. This is a resource, Percy, that you have put together for our benefit. So, brother, thank you for what you invest in us through these resources.
1: Yeah. And again, just to recapitulate uh, for those that may struggle with the title, and and I wanted the title to be a bit provocative, Uh is that it is possible that when one goes through cancer and gets through cancer and on the other side of cancer, that there can be aspects of their life, mental, emotional, and or physical that can be better, believe it or not. And so that's what this document wants to encourage people to wrap their head around and not just view cancer as just this negative dreaded disease that it is there's no question about that but there can be positive things that can come out of and from an experience with cancer that can really change the trajectory and the pathway of one's life for the better for sure
0: so it's free what do you have to lose download it today at health hope and inspiration.com nothing to lose (laughs) but a bad habit maybe huh? (laughs) right (laughs) unintended (laughs) yeah you shared some scripture with us will you
1: repeat that for us Yes, sir. So we want to close with this scripture. And I think it's so appropriate. It's Luke, the fourth chapter, verse 18. And this is Christ talking. And he says that the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the what's the good news that he's proclaiming uh, to the poor. He says that he has sent me to proclaim freedom. For the prisoners, in in other words, anyone that is in bondage or anyone that has been tied up or or wrapped up in something that they can't uh, seem to get free from, we have the ability and we have the promise of God— that says that Christ came to set us free from anything that is putting us in bondage and keeping us as prisoners, and just as Sister Barbara talked about, through the help of uh, her prayers and her faith, and 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 some medical assistance, she was able to be freed from the bondage of nicotine and smoking for the better as a lung cancer patient and as one that has COPD, and she's grateful for that freedom today. And we want to declare that freedom over everyone that is listening under the sound of our voice today that you are free and you can be free from anything that is trying to keep you in any type of bondage that is counterintuitive to your health, your well-being, and your spiritual growth in God Remember today, you have freedom to be set free from any any bondages by
0: the Lord himself. Thank you for listening and subscribing to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Percy, will you have an assignment you want to leave with us? Well, we've got work to do, my
1: friend, and I tell you every week, so let's keep chopping the wood. So until the next time, this is Reverend Percy McCray.
0: He's director of faith-based programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope. I'm Wayne Shepard. Thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is sponsored by and produced by Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute-designated comprehensive cancer center. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute designated comprehensive cancer center. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific need. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.